Hello, welcome to the Cowboy Show, hosted by Ben Carey and Nick Granarad, combining expert human opinions with cutting-edge simulation models to help you arrive at the best picks each week. Inside Edge Community, 5-4-3-2-1. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to today's stream. We've got MLB action coming at you. Uh, 16 games, including a game that starts in about an hour and a half. We've got a doubleheader today uh, between the Tigers and the Athletics. I can't think of a game that I'd rather bet on less than a game between the Tigers and the Athletics. Uh, ben, actually, you know what I was thinking about? We need to make a new category called the 10-foot pole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that like, would actually be pretty good. And, like, it's a game, it's a game that you don't want to touch unless you have the 10-foot pole. And maybe not even with the 10-foot pole, but it's just, like, the, the ugliest, most disgusting game that we kind of want to talk about anyways. Yeah, that this one would actually be a good one, but... That that's a good category idea for sure. Yeah, and then that can like transcend sports too, because there's nothing there's nothing baseball specific. Yep. Uh, well, yeah, th that first one's gonna I mean, at least Scooball's out there. That's something to watch. Yeah, no, the the first game should be interesting. Uh, Scooball is fantastic. Frankie Montas is having a good season too. He's like a, a pretty underrated pitcher. The only guy that the A's actually kept around mm -hmm. in their uh, in their big fire sale. Uh, so let's see what we got in the chat. Uh, Scrap God just saying, am I crazy for taking the Tigers at one? Uh, no. Crazy, no. A little degen, yeah. But uh, betting on Scooball is always, uh, always a good proposition. Uh, Maddie says, fuck the White Sox. I'm going to be petty about it all day. Yeah, that was quite the collapse. They were uh, up 8-2 to two in the eighth inning. And and lost. So that's rough. <sighs> Second time in a week we've seen something like that happen. Uh, we saw, yeah. saw it happen in the Mets and Phillies game, I think it was, about a week ago. Yep, and, you know, it's funny because it's a, the season still just got underway, but luckily I've dodged some of those, but I'll be on one of those eventually. Mm -hmm. I was last year. They suck. <laughs> Yeah, so we can we have a lot of things to be petty about. It seems like so we're petty about about the White Sox, uh, and we can for sure be petty about the Brewers. Are Ugh. are the Reds the hottest team in baseball? Are they ever gonna lose again? No. Yep. It's it's impossible. The Reds the Reds are on a two game winning streak. They're only four and a half games back of the Cubs for fourth place in the division. They're on fire. Better watch out. Yeah, it's gonna be funny when the Cubs are the last place in that division. Yeah, I hate the Brewers. I, I don't know if I can go back and bet the Brewers again today. Yeah, but, I mean, Woodruff. It's It was Woodruff, man. Yeah, no, Woodruff Woodruff sucked. Yeah. Like, props props to the Reds. I, there, there's no fluke shit to be mad about in that game. It's just the Brewers got outplayed. Yeah, exactly. You just you chalk it up. Um. Yeah, can't touch this would be a good sound bite for the 10-foot pole. Yeah, perfect. There we go. Don't want to touch this. <clears throat> also, what made me really mad is I was debating between Brewers over 4.5 and, and Brewers run line. 
and I like went back and forth like three times, and I went with Brewers run line, <laughs> and they ended up scoring five. But I I just did not see a scenario where Brewers would score over five and lose, or f- score five and lose. But I guess I didn't think of it that way. Yeah, I mean that's the that's the way she goes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, big big dog day yesterday. Uh, we had the Reds win, the Pirates win, the Cubs win, the Guardians win, and the Phillies win on an 11-game slate. So, Ben, I guess just generally speaking, if we see something like this, I, I know your answer to this because you talked about it a little bit in the Discord yesterday, but if you see something like what we saw yesterday, we see a dog day, or even early on in the slate you see a bunch of dogs winning, does that have any impact on the way that you bet later on in that slate or the way that you come back and bet the next day after that happens? No. And why is that? Um, because they're independent of each other. I think the only time <clears throat> where something like that happens is you'll it's a phenomenon you'll see in the NFL market when, let's say, week one or week two, or it could be really any week, but typically if it starts that way, let's say... Uh, the favorites go, let's see, like 12 and 4, right? <clears throat> Maybe even 13 and 3. What happens, it's almost like the market overreacts and then they try to do the opposite. Or sometimes, I mean, more times than not, they, they try to be smart about it. They're, they have that squircle mindset where they're like, oh, we're going we're gonna to play the opposites. <clears throat> Maybe in those situations, it almost is like you counter it, but... No, because there's just nothing connecting what the hell happens in, I don't know, Atlanta, Georgia with San Francisco, California, right? They're just so independent of each other. Unless you think there's like some conspiracy dark lord who's controlling the outcome of these games. So I'll leave it at that. And I can't hear Nick. Oh, sorry. I muted my mic. Uh, Blue was eating and clanking her <coughs> her tags. What were your thoughts? Oh, uh, no, I, I agree. I was I was just joking that I am the conspiracy dark lord oh. who's, who's <laughs> controlling the games. Mm-hmm. That would be well, nice. That would be very I, nice. I'd, I'd, I'd take that job. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, also, I like the, the, the Squirkle mindset. I just typed out the comment, Squirkle grindset in chat <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah uh yeah sports are rigged 100 100 billion percent they're rigged uh so what will good, good question from money lock bets what will the stream schedule look like uh when we have college basketball and mlb and nfl in october uh, i don't know we're gonna figure it out nfl takes priority over everything there'll be streams every day when there's nfl games uh, as far mm-hmm. as how baseball slots in around that and how college basketball slots in around that. Uh, we'll just have to have to wait and see. Yeah, CapWise is rigged, 100%. Facts. 100%. We could, could not <clears throat> be more rigged. Uh, so let's go ahead and hop into some actual discussion about some baseball games. Uh, so how these stream works for anybody who happens to be new. Uh, we have five categories on the left-hand side of the screen for each of the first four categories. We've picked out a game that fits into that category. It's four games that are interesting for four different reasons. 
not necessarily our favorite bets of the day, uh, but more so um, just some games that are that are interesting that the people want to hear about. Uh, I will have my lean for these games. Ben will have his lean in these games, and you guys, as the chat, will have the ability to vote on your leans for these games. Uh, the final category is the walk-off, uh, where we actually have our favorite bets of the day. I have mine. Ben has his, and you guys, as chat, can type out in the chat when it's that time. Uh, see what we like, uh, and vote on chat's collective favorite play of the day. Uh, so all of these plays, my, all of my leans, all of Ben's leans, all of chat's leans uh, will be tracked on Betstamp. Right here. Uh, it was a cold, cold, cold day last time out. On, uh, when was the last time we streamed? On Sunday? Yeah, Not, uh, oh, for the stream. Yeah. Doesn't it doesn't help when we had a consensus play that lost. <laughs> yeah. That it basically turns into like a three unit play. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we've we've had a four unit play once. Mm-hmm. Which hit. It was like there was like a, a run line against the Reds, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Which which hit, because it wasn't the Brewers recently. Well, I have a feeling that this category we're about to jump into is gonna be like that. Yeah, I think I think we might have like a four, five, six unit play on uh yeah <laughs> on this first one so let's go ahead and hop right in to category number one david versus goliath average shows versus the globo jim goliath this sport doesn't build character it reveals it A cotton A. so category number one is david versus goliath taking a look at a big money line favorite uh, and we've got everybody's favorite team from yesterday, the L.A. Dodgers. Uh, they are minus a lot. Minus uh, 245 on the road uh, at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Pirates plus 205 at home. Total sitting at 8.5. Uh, you even got a juiced run line for the second day in a row on the Dodgers. The minus 1.5 uh, is sitting at minus 145. Pitching matchup here, uh, we've got Tony Gonsolin. On the mound for the Dodgers. Bryce Wilson on the mound for the Pirates. Pirates pitched really well yesterday against the Dodgers. And they made a ton of contact against Julio Urias. I mean, if you told me that one team was going to have 13 hits and the other team was going to have, like, four or five hits, you tell, it would be the Dodgers that had a bunch of hits. But it wasn't. It was the mm-hmm. Pirates. The The Dodgers played like shit. They got outplayed. And the Pirates won that game outright. Uh, so, Ben. What are you expecting to see in game number two of the series today? Uh, I'm expecting the opposite of what we saw yesterday. I, I really am. I think the Dodgers are in a really good position here. Uh, the thing with Quintana is he he's actually a guy with some decent stuff, but the or the not the Pirates, the Dodgers do not hit the best against lefties. And today they'll be facing a righty on the mound, Bryce Wilson, who. I, he's not good. I was going to say he sucks. I, I try to be nice just in ca- case his stepmom is watching, but um, he's not good. His splits are really bad. His profile on Baseball Savant, <clears throat> it's all blue. He doesn't even have one little red guy. Sometimes at least there's like one thing that they're good at, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like maybe their chase rate's good and everything else sucks. No, he he doesn't have anything there. Um, I think the Dodgers are going to tee off on him. I like the run line in this, Nick. I, I, I locked it in last night on Betstamp. Um, I think it was on Caesars at the best number, but uh, I think Dodgers could put up 
six or seven in this matchup. So going with the Dodgers. Yeah, I'm I'm taking the Dodgers here also. I I've bet on the Dodgers run line a lot this year, and sometimes they they just stink for whatever reason. I don't know what it is, why it is, uh, but this is a team that even with juice run lines like we got on them a lot if you just blindly bet the dodgers run line every game this season you've made money they're 19 and 8 on the season all 19 of their wins they've covered the minus one and a half run line so i i lost money on the dodgers yesterday but i'm willing to just chalk that up to the game run it back today this is still a a 19 and 8 team gonsolin's been pitching well bryce wilson like you said not the best. Uh, he hasn't he hasn't been horrible this year, but uh, he's he's not a guy that I'd want to rely on in any capacity to really pitch well. Uh, and I I'm expecting just a, a better offensive output from the Dodgers today. So give me the Dodgers. I like I like them to win this game obviously. So then I like them to cover the run line too because they do that way more often than not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess the thing with Wilson, I will say, is his last two outings have been good. He hasn't allowed any runs, but he also is only pitching on average maybe four innings. Yeah, he, he the longest he's pitched all season is uh, 4.1. Mm-hmm. So this could be a, a game where you see five innings out of the Pirates' bullpen. Yeah, and, a lot, and because they were numbers. up yesterday, a lot of their good pen arms pitched uh yesterday yeah let me see here i just wanted to see how they rank not good <laughs> so, and like you said probably they're I, I didn't watch that game but the the better guys were in so i think this is man <laughs> this is a good spot for the dodgers it's almost it almost feels too good <laughs> yeah uh let me take a look real quick just for the sake of completion to see how the pirates bullpen ranks uh, so just Fourth looking worst, right? at uh, XFIP as my blind go-to. Yeah, fourth worst in the league. 27th. I, I actually, I doubt that there's going to be too many limitations. Let me check the uh, Fangraphs bullpen report real quick. Uh, well, even if there is limitations, it's not a huge deal with how bad they are overall. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think we're going to see anybody limited. <clears throat> today for the pirates uh but yeah i like the dodgers and i'm gonna go check out the poll and i'm gonna assume uh that chat feels the same way and surprise surprise chat does feel the same way uh so we have 11 votes uh on the dodgers to cover this run line compared to two on the pirates as far as totals go eight votes on the over five votes on the under uh, so it is a, a unanimous uh, Dodgers minus one and a half uh, from Ben, from myself, and from the chat. Uh, and let me go lock in this minus one and a half, which is looking like best price for the minus one and a half is on FanDuel right now at minus 138. So that is tracked three times on the bet stamp. Uh, would I take Dodgers minus two and a half plus 100? Uh, I, I think I am going to ladder the Dodgers to some extent today. Yeah, that's actually a good point. The more I think about it, um, I th- yeah, I think it, it would make sense here. I mean, even the team total, what was it, four and a half? 
five and a half is the team total for the Duchess. Oh, wow. Well, no. Is that at like minus 110? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Uh, no, five, one five, point... five and a half plus 117. Okay. One point that I wanted to make um, about just the Dodgers and just really any team is like, even if you were on the Dodgers yesterday, I know it feels weird to bet them again today, but I think that's like the sign of like a mature better, right? Where you can just, you, you can bet them again, right? A lot of times like we, we see like, oh, <clears throat> like I, I'm not, I'm not betting them like whatever they're done, but you made a good point, Nick. I think their run line they've covered like over 65, 70% of the time, maybe even higher. Yeah, I mean so, it's whatever their winning percentage is, right? I mean they're yeah. ni- they're nineteen and eight. That's seventy percent. So they've covered the run line seventy percent of the time. Yeah, because they've Short literally covered memory. it every time that they've won. Short term memory, you ha- you have to have it, or you just you just repeat in the pattern, and then you go to teams, and then you're like, oh, I'm not betting them for a while, and then you go to another team, and then you go back to that same team, and you said you weren't going to bet again, so yeah. might as well just bet them again. My, ol- <laughs> right my only now. exception is the Orioles right now. The Orioles are actually on my ban list. Yeah, but they got you up, what, like three times, four times? No, I'm 0-7 on oh, Orioles seven. bets this year. <laughs> I've, I've been on the Orioles, I've been against the Orioles, I've been on overs, I've been on unders, and I've lost literally every single time. Nick, you know who that was for me for the um, NFL season was the Eagles. Yeah, Eagles. Every were, time uh, I, every time I'm like, all right, fading Eagles, they won, and then when I'm like, all right, let's go Eagles, they lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, also, uh, I might actually there's something that the model likes in the Orioles game today, so I might take them off the ban list for today. Torture myself one more time. Mature better. I like that little uh, guy, Kappa. Kappa. Whatever that is Kappa. 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 It's a twitchy mode. <clears throat> means you're, it means you're being uh, sarcastic. If you say Kappa. Oh. So he. Okay, I gotcha. <clears throat> Thank, Thank you, Ryan, you for providing the content you the do. Tier ones, uh, Much love, you all. Four okay. months. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate that very much, my man. Got that cute little black badge. I guess you had that last month, too. It's my favorite. Still looks good. It is my favorite. Nick will be 0-8 with Orioles bets after today. I You never know. I mean, I like the Cardinals, and I feel, I feel like I can fade the Orioles by betting the Cardinals with Wainwright on the mound. Just, again, just chalk it up if uh, if they lose. I, I think the Are price they... is right on the cards. Nick, what is your record with teams... That have a bird mascot. I don't know, because I'm I'm 0 and 3 on Blue Jays games too. <laughs> I think there might be something there. Who else is there? Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals. <clears throat> Are those the only three? Think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's three. I think I've had a lot of success in the Cardinals this year. Also, for for the reference, I'm my record this year is fifty eight and forty four, including zero and ten on uh, Orioles games and Blue Jays games. Here, I I can I'll link my. This is this is the personal bet stamp, not the stream bet stamp. Oh, fifty eight and forty seven. Yeah, because I was I had a bad day yesterday and that number didn't uh, didn't update for that. 
Yeah, yesterday was rough, but we're getting it back today. Uh, all right. So, uh, are you ready, Ben, to hop into category number two? Yep. All righty, here we go. The banana split. So category number two, the one that everybody's very excited for, because they love Gwen, uh, is a banana split, uh, where we take a look at a picture that has a pretty extreme platoon splits. Uh, and the guy that we are looking at today uh, is making his season debut for the Chicago Cubs, and that is left-hander Wade Miley. So Miley uh, has one of the more extreme set of platoon splits that you'll see, even even among guys that have pretty extreme platoon splits. <laughs> so over the last two years, uh, again, hasn't pitched this year, but in 2021 and 2022, or in 2021 and 2020, uh, Miley hitting, or lefties hitting against main Wade Miley, I can't speak now, uh, batting 201, righties hitting 281. That's an 80-point difference in batting average between lefties and righties. Over his career, it's not as extreme, uh, but you're looking at a batting average against from lefties of 236, 275 from righties, plus a lot more power from righties. Uh, slugging percentage almost 100 points higher. So how does that impact this Padres lineup? Uh, you've got Trent Grisham, left-handed bat. Jake Cronenworth, left-handed bat. Eric Hosmer left-handed bat that are that are regulars in this lineup so i'm very curious to see what the padres do if they decide to give uh grisham a, re a day off cronenworth a day off they're not going to give hosmer a day off uh but this is a it's an interesting interesting situation uh lines in this game we're looking at a minus 160 on the money line for the padres plus 140 for the cubs total sitting at seven and a half uh bet what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm going to keep this one short and sweet, but I am going to go with the Padres, and I'm just going to go with the money line. I'm going to keep it very simple. Um, I, I think at home they will have success on Miley, and you know this is one I'm not super confident on. I'm not going to be betting this one, but I'm going to keep it very simple. I'm just going to go with the Padres. <clears throat> And I'm just curious, I didn't take a look at this beforehand, Nick, but mm -hmm. what does the model have for this one? Uh, so model uh, likes the Padres here. Uh, I have the Padres winning this game by 1.3 runs, uh, about 4 to 2.75. So model likes the Padres here. Uh, although, you know what the model actually likes quite a bit more? Is a Padres first five. Hmm. Has the Padres winning... The first five innings by a full run. So uh, uh, one run difference over the first five, only a three-tenths of a run edge over the final four innings. Just because the Cubs do have one of the best bullpens in the league this year. I wasn't expecting their pen to be great uh, after they traded away so, so, so many arms uh, at the deadline last year. They traded away Kimbrel, They traded away uh, Chafin. They traded away Tapera, And all of those guys are doing well in high-leverage roles in other spots. 
Uh, but they brought in other guys, and they have the third third best pen in the league this year by uh, by XFIP. Probably wasn't by it wasn't a mistake there. I mean, they probably were like, "Hey, we have guys that we think are gonna, you know, step up, and let's not have to pay these guys who've been here." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's uh, Cubs Cubs pen is looking good. So I think I'm gonna take. Uh, I I like the Padres full game, but I think I'm gonna take a Padres. First five here. Uh, so just checking out the lines. Um, first five money line is minus 160. First five minus a half. Minus 115. I think what I'm going to do is uh, just take the first five money line at the same price, at the minus 160. That feels like a very not me thing to do, and I know that this is going <laughs> to come and bite me back in the ass. No. But, also, uh, the Padres are are hitting pretty well against uh, lefties. Yeah, so I think uh, I'm I'm very curious to see what the what the uh, what the Padres do lineup construction wise. If they come out with eight or nine righties in their lineup today, I mean it won't be nine. If they come out with like seven or eight righties in the lineup, this is potentially even more of a hammer spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's take a look and see. Oh, actually, first, let me uh, lock in both of these bets. Also, best price full game for the Padres <clears throat> money line is uh, minus 150 over on Circa. Um, chat. When is Tatis back? Um, I'm not sure. Got to be probably, probably in the next... 30 days yeah pretty soon i know before they said in may but things can change uh so what chat likes here uh e- so 12 votes on this poll uh 11 of them came in on the padres and the over uh one of them was on the cubs and the over so everybody who voted uh likes the over seven and a half in this game uh and we can even lock in this over seven and a half at plus money, plus one hundred five, over on DraftKings. So my gut was telling me that the over was the play here, with Miley making his season debut, uh, Clevenger uh, making his second start of the season, second start back from Tommy John surgery, and and didn't look great the first time out. Gave up four hits and three walks in a little under five innings. Gave up three runs. So my gut was telling me the over, although I think with these pens and with uh, the upside that especially Clevenger has, but Miley too. Miley's not a bad pitcher. Um, Model likes the under. So I, I'm staying away from the total. Do you have any quick thoughts on the total, Ben? <clears throat> no, I, I was trying to, to see if there was anything there, but for me, I'm just I'm going to stay away because... I don't necessarily think Miley's going to get blown up, but you never know. And at seven and a half, like one inning out of him, that's bad. And Padres score three, that could derail an under. So Mm -hmm. I kind of lean under, but I'm just staying away. Yeah, I'm staying away there as well. Uh, But it was (laughs) unanimous from everybody who voted, uh, taking the 
over in this one. All right. Are we ready to hop in to category number three? I'm just as ready as Russell Wilson getting a new puppy named Bronco. Yeah. Oh, somebody somebody asked you about that. Yeah. I guess Except before we play I, the, the clip, do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, if if Bronco needs a doggy play date, he can go play with uh, Whiskey and Rango. What what are your thoughts on the dog's name being Bronco? I like that, except it doesn't really look like a Bronco type of dog. But, uh, I mean, it's cool. I think it's a female, too. Anyways. Yeah, Bronco feels like a very male name. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, yeah, that is a... That's a dog. Definitely doesn't look like a Bronco. Yeah. I was expecting a black coat. Yeah. Well, imagine uh, imagine if everybody named their dog after the team that they played for. Mhm. Yeah. Like what? Oh, actually, that would be so cool. Like uh, if Nathan McKinnon had a like a Saint Bernard named Avalanche. <laughs> that would be or sick. If, or if uh, the the fan of your team and then. Taking the points, dog's name would be Redskin. Oof. Yeah. That would be a that would be a big oof. Mm-hmm. Or like if you're from San, like uh, if if uh, Trey Lance has a puppy and his name is Forty Nine. Yeah. <laughs> that would be stupid. All right, uh, let's let's go into category number three. Pitching duel. Now, key to being a big league pitcher is the three R's. Readiness, recuperation, and conditioning. So category number three is the pitching duel, taking a look at a game with a low total and a good pitching matchup. And that is exactly what we have in today's game between uh, Justin Verlander and the Houston Astros taking on uh, Joe Ryan and the Minnesota Twins. Uh, so everybody knows about Verlander coming into this one three and one one nine three ERA, thirty one Ks in thirty two innings, point seven WHIP, been one of the best pitchers in the league this year. Uh, I don't know that a whole lot of people are familiar with what Joe Ryan is doing this year for the Twins. This guy kind of coming out of nowhere. Uh, people who people who were paying attention in the preseason would have been reading about uh, velocity increases that Ryan uh, was exhibiting in spring training. Uh, but I w- I'm surprised how good he's been this year. He's been phenomenal. Uh, he has the same 3-1 record as Verlander. Better ERA uh, at 1.63. 28 Ks in 27.2 innings, 0.83 whip. Dude's pitching really well. Um, ben, got any thoughts here? Uh, I mean, Joe Ryan's cool and all, but I mean, I think he's not the best pitcher in this matchup. No, I don't think he's the best pitcher in this matchup either. <laughs> um, I don't think but, Joe Ryan thinks that Joe Ryan is the best pitcher in this matchup. <laughs> well, maybe he has that confidence. Uh, Nick, my childhood doctor growing up was named Joe Ryan. Yeah, I feel this like isn't him, though. Joe Ryan feels, I feel like there's a lot of people named Joe Ryan. Such a just american name hey yeah. joe ryan um as far as he goes i haven't watched him as much as you have but 
just looking at his numbers, it's very impressive. I I'm just curious. Does you know does that hold up against a very disciplined Astros lineup uh, with Altuve? Uh, I'm trying to look at one thing with his. Yeah, he's not walking a lot of guys. He's I mean he has really good splits and a good profile. Um. What are you showing this total out again? It was six and a half. Six and a half. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the under in this one, Nick. Yeah, I I don't hate the underplay here either. Let's see, maybe a first five. Let me uh. Let me take a, a gander here. Okay, you you can uh, you can take it from here. Yeah. So the model. I mean, it has the total for the full game at 6.45. So, like, right on the number, but technically an under. Nuking under. Nuking, yeah. yeah. Five-unit nuke, one unit for every hundredth of a run it's going under by. Yeah. Uh, we've got, also, at first five, Ben, 3.91 as the model total. I'm expecting a... I guess the total's got to be three and a half there for the first five. I'll, t- I'll take the under there. The first five under three and a half? Yeah. I'll take that. Um, let's see. Let me hop on that stamp and let me find a good number. Yeah, uh, minus 125. Best price. Chilling out Caesars. Yep. Also, Ben, you're uh, roboting a little bit. Uh-oh. Okay. Let me try to fix that. I got, got too much crap up on your computer. Um, yeah. So, are you? So you wanted to lock in that uh, first five under three and a half minus one twenty five. Yep. And am I better now? A little bit. Yeah. Okay. Too many Joe Ryan tabs. You too know? many Joe Ryan tabs. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah. But I think Joe Ryan, there was like the the coach, basketball coach at Wisconsin, was named something Ryan. It wasn't Joe Ryan. Mm. It was like Buddy Ryan or something like that. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, old dude. Yeah. It's those, you know, it's the last. Oh name no, Buddy Ryan first. was the Rex Ryan's dad. <laughs> there are a lot of Ryans. Bo Ryan. Bo Ryan. That's it. And then there's, uh, yeah, Bo Ryan. And then there's, uh, what's his face? Uh, there's, a, like, a politician named Ryan, too. Paul Ryan. Oh, uh, Paul Ryan. Like, also from Wisconsin. <clears throat> I, I guess, I mean, Min- Minnesota's relation. obviously in Minnesota, not Wisconsin. But they're, like, basically the same thing. They're right mm-hmm. next to each other. So it's just like everybody with a generic first name and then the name Ryan is like all right in that same spot. We just make a poll of our favorite Ryan. Mm-hmm. Ryan is such a Midwestern name. <laughs> all right. Uh, so yeah, for Nick, me. F- first, yeah, for me, first five under. What about you? Yeah. Um, I, oh, actually this holds at seven, not six and a half for the full game. It feels like it should be six and a half. I think there there are six and a halves. 
but uh, yeah, there's six six and a half and sevens. Um, so I'm gonna take the the Astros here. I like I like Joe Ryan a lot. I think he's a he's a great young pitcher. He's gonna be a good pitcher in this league for a lot of years. I mean, he's only 25. This is only his second year in in the league. I mean, he's still technically a rookie this year, so he's rookie of the year eligible. Um, he's good, but against the this Astros team, I think uh, fastball heavy profile like his plays down a little bit. I like them to make contact, and I like Verlander to have have success against this Twins lineup that has been up and down on the year. And Verlanders look fantastic. Yeah, I think getting really getting Verlander at minus 140 uh, against a team that isn't a super high-powered offense. Uh, I want that. Model has the Astros by uh, about nine-tenths of a run. Nick, can I make a bold, just random spur of the moment kind of prediction here? Sure. I think the World Series is going to be Astros Padres. Somebody clip it. Clip it and ship it. Clip it. And I I don't like to say that, but <laughs> Astros, man. They're good. They are. Bruh. Yeah, bruh. <laughs> bruh moment. Certified bruh moment. I mean, that. guys, I, I'm not I'm not in the business of trying to make people feel good. What are you? If in I the was, of? I would never mind. I, I had a terrible joke. I was gonna Yeah, make. no, I, I, gotta, I yeah, let's I think, go on. I think I yeah, know where you were going on. with that. Uh <laughs> anyways. Uh so chat in this one. Oh shit, I locked in the wrong thing on bet stamp. Oops. I'm going to label but, it mistake. Okay. Great point by uh, 1K Glow. They don't have depth right now. But every year, th- there's going to be buyers and there's going to be sellers. Astros are going to get whatever they need. It's, it will happen. Trust me. Guys, I'm not like an Astros fan. I'm just I'm telling you. I've seen what I've needed to see out of Fromber, Valdez, Luis Garcia. Yeah. I've seen enough. Yeah, I think the the back end of that rotation is is like low key underrated. Yeah, Valdez is is good. Garcia is good. Urquidy is not the worst pitcher. Oh, and then if it's kind of if it's not the Astros, then the Yankees. I mean, the Orioles. Like that's, that doesn't make you feel that much better. Like, oh fuck the Astros, go Yankees. I Reds, mean, Reds and Orioles. <clears throat> yeah. Speaking of. Uh, oh, red, red socks. Yeah. Uh, so, so chat likes the under here. This is the second day in a row. You've had a good transition, Ben, but we hadn't talked about the chat pull yet. I blame chat for that. Uh, so, chat likes the under here. Uh, we've got under seven with sixteen votes compared to four on the over. Uh, sides are even. 10 votes apiece. 10 on the Twins to win. 10 on uh, the Astros to win. Yeah, so speaking of things that are red, uh, are you ready for category number four? Mm-hmm. Field streakers. 
So category uh, number four, taking a look at a team that is on a hot streak or a cold streak uh, in the field streakers category. And we're talking about a team that is red. It is not the Reds. Uh, it is the Red Sox uh, who come into this game against the Atlanta Braves, having lost five in a row. Uh, I, I think it's pretty safe to say that for as bad as a team like the Reds has been, that the Red Sox have been the most disappointing team in in all of baseball this year. They're just the the bats are are not performing well. The pitching is uh, I mean the start, starting pitching has been okay, uh, but the the back end of the bullpen has been a, a disaster. I was talking about this uh, a couple days ago. I don't know if it was with you or if it was on the stream or I was by myself. But nobody in that bullpen has a shred of confidence, and no. it's 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 losing them games. Uh, mm -hmm. So here they are plus one twenty on the road uh, against the Atlanta Braves, who are favored at minus one forty. Total is sitting at seven and a half. Uh, ben, any thoughts here? Is the capwise curse going to kick in? Uh, <laughs> we've this is we've done four field streakers before, and the streak has ended three out of four times. Very interesting. Uh, the first thing with this matchup, Nick, is I like the pitching duel here between Kyle Wright and Garrett Whitlock. Two, I guess, two guys out of the 2017 draft. I mean, Wright was a number five pick. Uh, I, I remember him coming out, but I, I like both these pitchers. I mean, they're younger guys, but I like their stuff. As far as the Red Sox goes, I mean, you hit the nail on the head there. It's 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 tough watching the bullpen because they just they have no confidence. It just reminds me of the Rockies half the time when the bullpen comes in and you just kind of feel bad for them. <laughs> it it almost feels like when the uh, third stringer bench warmers come into a basketball game and it's just such a huge difference between talent. Um, the hitting is questionable too they're they're not stringing together good at bats back to back to back but i do think in a weird way nick i want to hear your thoughts on this before i give you my pick doesn't it feel like the red sox could have some regression and it almost feels like maybe they're they should be a little better than what the record shows oh i mean they they are, certainly are a better team than than the 10 and 19 record indicates they they've got Good. They've got hitters who are hitting well. Uh, they've got good hitters who are hitting poorly. So there's room for improvement there. Uh, again, I, I really do think that a lot of it just comes down to the the bullpen. And needing needing to figure that out and needing Trevor Story to get <laughs> his shit together. Yeah, he's getting booed out there, man. Literally getting booed. Um I don't want to hear the Red Sox are due. I agree. No, I don't. I don't believe in in do-ness. So here, Especially you want to in this matchup, Nick? Yeah. But the Red Sox have eight blown saves this year. It's got to be the worst. I, I just I just looked it up. I don't know how to like this is on the team's leaderboard. 
Eight is a lot. But they've they've played twenty nine games and they have eight blown saves. They have six different relievers who have blown a save. Like it's bad. So I, I mean, it's it's just as as soon as they figure out what's going on with that, nothing's gonna change. No, no that's gonna change. And yeah, and it's 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 so weird because it's like they everybody is good. Like like Hansel Robles is pitching well this year. He's a two mm-hmm. two one nine ERA, but he's blown two saves. Jake Diekman, three seven ERA, which is which is fine. He's blown two saves. Garrett Whitlock, who's starting today for the Red Sox, has blown a save. Like and he's got a sub one ERA. They have three other guys who just are blowing saves, blowing leads. So I think for the Red Sox to win, they need a they need a big performance from the bats. And I don't know if we can count on that yet. Just with the with all of the inconsistencies that that this team is showing. So Ben, I'm curious what your uh, what your pick is going to be here. I'm going to go with the over in this one. I know the model has it very close. It has it slightly under by like 0.5. Yeah, I mean, and that's within just the margin of error. Like if I if I redid the Sims, yeah. it could easily be a tenth of a run different. Yeah, and I, I just think that, you know, Red Sox, I, th- I think they're going to put up some runs. And then with the Red, Red Sox bullpen, I think there's some upside too for this to go over. Um, this could be one of those games where it, it's you know one to two going into the sixth, maybe even one to one or even even less than that. And the bullpen for the Red Sox gives up some runs. So uh, yeah, I'm 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 probably not gonna be betting this one, um, but I think there. I don't want to say there's value on the over, but definitely. I'm looking at that over, and I, and I think I like it. Yeah, the, it's interesting. So we haven't talked at all, really, about either of these starting pitchers in a whole lot of detail. I, I'm curious. I mean, I'm, Whitlock is Whitlock's a guy who has been in the pen, but he also has started. Yeah, he's he's stretched out. He pitched five innings in his last start. Yeah. So he's he's stretched out. Wright is really interesting. He's been hot dog water in his uh, previous seasons up until this one, but he's looking great right now. Mm-hmm. I I remember when the uh, Braves drafted him, and like there's always been a lot of talk about him, and maybe it's finally panning out. Yeah, pitching prospects are weird. Because he was, yeah, he was from Vanderbilt. I know he was like a guy in the South that, that, I mean, they were watching for a while and they drafted him early. But, yeah, starting to come together. And then, Nick, I, I made this point a few streams ago about just that COVID year, right? Like, Well, I mean, he's been weirder. in the majors since 2018. Yeah, but just development-wise, too. Hasn't he been... I thought he was uh, kind of a guy who bounced up and down yeah i mean he was he was he's been bouncing up and down but he debuted all the way back in 2018 yeah it would be interesting to see like a a 
I don't know if it would be a study or just numbers on when guys start and then how often they get shipped back down and then go back up. It's got to happen quite a bit. Yeah. Especially on a good team like the Braves. Like Trevor Story. He's be shipped back down. They should. That would actually be hilarious. I don't think they can. <clears throat> what? I, why not? Because he doesn't have any minor league options. Like they have to. They have to release him, or put him. They have to put him through waivers before they can send him down. And then he has but, the ability to refuse the assignment to AAA. Uh. Well. See what he's made out of. <laughs> well, I mean, and then but then like nobody claims him, and, and they're, on, they're on the hook for his entire contract, and also he doesn't get to. He doesn't have to play for them. No, someone would claim him though. I, with that, with his contract, I don't know. Ah, that is a good point. He actually just uh, fired his, or yeah, fired his agent like five days ago. I saw. Yeah, I mean, so that's that's a question. I mean, so if if Trevor Story, this isn't going to actually happen, but if he gets passed through waivers, six years, hundred forty million dollar contract. Yankees. <laughs> does does some does somebody just pick him up for that contract right now? There's like two teams, Yankees, Dodgers, who can, because to them that's just like. Well, I mean, but I, the Dodgers are like already paying luxury tax. I mean, it's and it's probably worth double his contract to pick him yeah. up. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know if anybody picks him up for that number right now. R- Rockies, Rockies, yeah, <laughs> imagine. He, hell no, he would not want to come back here. Yeah. Uh, so my pick in this game. Ultimately, I'm going to take the Braves. Uh, I, at home, with with right on the mound, I think I think the first five innings of this game are roughly even, and then I like the I like the Braves down the stretch. Even if, even if the Red Sox are up by a run or two. I mean, doesn't it feel like the total seems a little a little low? I don't, I, know. I don't think so. I mean, both of, both guys starting in this game are excellent pitchers. Yeah, like Whit- Whitlock has given up three runs in twenty-one innings, and Wright has given up six runs in thirty-one innings. And the Red Sox offense has been struggling. But Nick, what about that four mile per hour wind blowing out? Oh. Alternate over, hammer it. <laughs> yeah, hammer that. Yeah, hammer that. Those winds in the south they hit differently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. All right, uh, let's take a look and see what chat has to say about this game. Uh, it is a, for the second time a unanimous poll from the chat. Uh, <clears throat> it's gonna have some extremes on bet stamp today. <laughs> well, no, no, it's we're not unanimous. Like you, me, chat, but everybody on chat voted for the same thing. Nick, that'd be funny if we did, uh, if we, like, weighted it. Yeah, but, I mean, then that's, like... That'd, that'd be complex, but if it was, like, 100% of the bet uh, pick or the polls on one side. Mm-hmm. But... Um, so it is uh, the Braves from chat. All 15 people who voted... Voted for the Braves. So you know what that means. Trevor Story is going to get his first home run today. Yay. (laughs) All right. Yeah, shit's caked. 
<laughs> Nick, I, I made a Twitter post. I was like, Rockies fans, do we feel bad for Trevor Story? <laughs> and no Rockies fans commented. It was everyone else saying, why would they feel bad for him? <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. It's like, that wasn't the point of this, but all right. But all right, yeah. Here we are. So uh, it is time for everybody's best bets uh, of the day. We're going to hop into Category 5 in just a second. Uh, but chat, I need to know uh, what your favorite bets of the day are. Uh, it can be anything uh, except for except for player props. Player props are a little weird to track on uh, on Betstamp this early in the day. Not everything is up. Uh, but give me uh, a money line, a run line, game total, team total, nerfy, yerfy, whatever it is. Uh, tell me the team that you're on. Tell me the side that you're on, and tell me the price. I need to know what the price is. Uh, so here is the video clip. The walk-off. The 1-1 one, one pitch. A swing and a drive to deep right. Away back. Goal! All right. Uh, so we got the Mets. Uh, minus one and a half at minus 115. The Dodgers. Minus one and a half. Uh, at minus 145 we've got um was that two instantly conflicting <laughs> uh things that. in the uh, in the rays and the angels uh so we are going to not put either of those uh into the poll uh we've got uh the astros run line at plus 130. Um, we've got Colton likes pain. Taking the Brewers at minus 120. Uh, and let's see, one more. Uh, let's go with the uh, let's go with the Rangers. Because why not? Money line at minus 135. So there's the poll. Make sure to get your vote in. Apologies if your bet uh, did not make it in. I only have five spots. If I had more than five spots, I'd put more than five in. Uh, but Ben, what is your favorite bet of the day? So I'm going to start it off with this. Um, there's a pitcher in this game who has a similar pitching profile to these pitchers. Joe Biagini. Um, is it... Is it Jamie Garcia or is it... It's um, Jaime Garcia. Jaime, that's what I thought. Jaime Garcia, who the Shane fuck was Carl. The, who was the first? Joe Biagini. He played He played for the Blue Jays, like, relief guy. I'm going I'm going somewhere with this. Okay, hold on. Shane, the third one? Shane Carl. I don't know who that is either. Exactly. Austin Bryce. Okay. Jim Johnson. Jim Johnson is that like the like the old Orioles closer? Uh, closer? It's like twenty eighteen. This is last year. I think so. Okay. Anyways, those guys, uh, they're you know, they're they're not the best group of pitchers. And Anthony Sensatella has a similar profile to those guys. Um, Anthony Sensatella for the Rockies starting tonight. He allows a lot of contact. Um, a lot of ground balls, 
and his strikeout rate has to be one of the lowest in baseball as a starter. Yeah, seven strikeouts in 24 innings. Yeah, and that's not really a fluke because, I mean, granted last year he was at 15% strikeout percentage. Uh, He's at six right now. But that's more or less his style and how he pitches. And this Giants roster, offensively, they're very sound. They like to put uh, the bat on the ball, and they like to get on base. They're, I think, a very strategic team at the plate. So I'm going to go with the over, Nick, because I actually think the Giants are going to have their luck against Sensatella and score some runs. And I also think the Rockies against a lefty, uh, who they've been hitting lefties pretty well against, uh, I think they're going to put up some runs too. So I like the over 7.5. As well, Nick, there's a 15 to 22 mile per hour wind blowing out. So I think this is just a good spot for an over. Somewhat sneaky, because I think people don't like the touch overs uh, on the road with, with the Rockies, but... I like it, and also the Rockies' bullpen. Right now, as of the last five days, I think has to be the worst in baseball. Yeah, I uh, I like that spot quite a bit. That's crazy. Uh, Sensatella batting average against this year is like 400. Yeah, and I think his, his, ba- his BABIP against is, is also 400, which is insane. And, Nick, I actually think his numbers should be worse than what they're at. Like his, his surface level numbers, like his ERA? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Marquez technically has worse ERA than he does. Yeah, well, I mean, if, I you, mean, look Mar- at, if you look at ERA estimators for, uh, for Sanzatella, like XFIP 473. Mm-hmm. There was a game, I forget, at Coors that I was watching where, I mean, literally 8 out of 10 at-bats, at the ball was hit really hard. <laughs> and luckily for the Rockies, they they either went to the outfielders or hard-hit ground ball. And I'm watching that, and I'm like, yo, this guy's just, no. He, he does not have it. Maybe that was the, was that the, no, that wasn't the Nationals. I think it was the Reds. He only gave up... One, yeah, he gave up one earned, and there were seven seven hits. But anyways, yeah, I think the over is a, is a really good spot here. I do. Yeah, uh, I think I think that's a pretty good spot. I like it. Yeah, Nick, what, one last thing, too. The, the Rockies' bottom of their lineup has actually been getting on base and hitting the ball decently with, uh, you know... Hampson Rogers is turning it around. They got like Daza, so they got some guys who can get on base. And then Connor Joe's been a machine. Yeah, I hope Joe's... he makes the All Star team. Yeah, I mean somebody He's from strange. the Rockies has to make the All Star team. Yeah, could be Crone. Yeah, could be Crone. I mean, I'd probably be Crone over Joe. Remember point. Chris Bryant? Remember that guy? No, who's that? <laughs> He's on the IL, right? Yeah. Uh, so for me. I'm going. I'm going. Chalk favorite bet of the day. Taking the Dodgers. It's it's just. Uh, I can't. I can't not do it. I got burned yesterday. I'm willing to play with fire. Mm-hmm. Again today, we've talked about it already. Uh, I don't think. 
I, 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 Gonsolin's not going to get hit around the same way that Urias was. So, or at least I, I think so. There's something a little wrong with uh, Urias this year. He's, like, not striking guys out and giving up a ton of contact, mm -hmm. which is a little bit worrisome. Uh, but give me five innings from Gonsolin. Give me four innings from the great Dodgers bullpen. The good guys in the pen, who they did not put out yesterday. Because they kind of gave up. Uh, and then and then give me just balls in play off of Bryce Wilson uh, from from these Dodgers bats that, that scored the fewest runs they've scored in a game all year. Yesterday. Or tied for it, at least. With, with just the one run. Um, also, Will Smith should be starting today, which is nice. Because he uh, got a day off yesterday. Hide your comedians. <laughs> Hide your comedians. Yeah, exactly. I like how there's another Will Smith, too. Yeah. The Braves. And then the guy the guy with the actual like Twitter at Will Smith is like another different Will Smith. <laughs> who's like, just who's like, like also verified because he's a Yeah. Like does he's like a video game <clears throat> developer or something. I I always wonder about that, like if there was like a Ben Carey who did something oh, pretty bad, another Ben Carey, and then I, I'm getting at added and I'm like, guys, you got the got the wrong guy here, man. Imagine. Chill. I'm, I'm safe. I'm the only. Uh, I'm the only person with my name in the world, and I know that for a fact. Because That's crazy. everybody with my last name is uh, very closely related to me. Because it's a last name that got made up. Here, let me let me tell the story of my last name. Yeah, let's hear it. I'm pretty sure I've told this on stream at some point before. Uh, so my last name is Granarid, just like the last half of my my Twitter at. Um, so back, so my uh, my grandfather lived back in Sweden when he was growing up, uh, and and when he was an adult. And there was uh, there was too many people with certain last names in Sweden. So we were the uh, we were the Peterson family in Sweden, and like you know, let's change our name. I think actually the government directed a lot of people to change their name away from all the common ones. Uh, but we changed our name from Peterson to Granarid, coming after, uh, named after, like, the name of a creek in the backyard of their house, and uh, uh, the Swedish word for, like, a spruce tree. And combining them together and, and anglicizing it a little bit. So that's the uh, the history of the Granarid last name. So if you ever see anybody else named Granarid, they're, like, my my first cousin or my second cousin. And it's impossible for them to be any more distantly related to me than that. That's good to know. And none of them are named Nicholas. So I'm the only one. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what is that? Yeah, I just... <laughs> I'm not going to get that. <laughs> Look at the um... chat and talk about Jerry Sandusky. So what was the... Uh... Chat poll. Uh, chat likes the Mets. Hmm. Uh, so the Mets minus one and a half uh, on the road against Patrick Corbin and the Nationals. <laughs> Fade Patrick Corbin train. Full steam ahead. Uh, Wait, do we even know who's pitching for the Mets? Uh, it says Carlos Carrasco. Ah. Uh. 
Yeah, Corbin. Corbin is on the decline. Yeah, Corbin. But I mean, decline. his last starts. His last start was in Coors, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like one of his better starts of the year. Yeah, I guess it was one inning. He got blown up. <clears throat> oh yeah, that was that game I was telling you about, Nick. He had the complete game quality, or no, complete game non-quality start loss. A lot of parameters. Wait, in didn't there, but he have ha- a quality start? No. Is it? He gave up. It was only three earned runs. There's two unearned runs. Oh, well then. So, I, so guess I think quality, quality start is it? It's only earned runs, right? They count against that. Mm. Or is it just runs? It might just be runs because. Yeah, no, three earned runs. It, like it has to be earned runs. You can't. You can, don't count just runs against pitchers for anything. I, I I googled it, Ben. I'm on MLB.com. So that source. was source <laughs> <laughs> us. <laughs> What's, so it was a quality what, start. What was it where uh like, who it was like the Toronto Blue Jays or something made made an announcement, and uh, somebody was like source and they're it's, like it's literally it's us. Literally us. Yeah. <laughs> And they literally tweeted it, and they're like, what's the source? They're like, literally, it's us. We yeah. are the source. Or like the, the guy who says, my sources, uh, Joel Embiid will win MVP, and it will be announced. And then he deleted the, the tweet. So I'm sure he's having great last few days. His ads have been. He's not even tweeting anything. That's when you know it's bad. And he's read. So this is this is a, a little sly Twitter thing people do. Nick's probably like, "This is silly. I've never heard about this." But when someone does something really bad and they know that they're gonna get killed for, they don't even tweet for the next few days because they know, even if they're like, "Wow, the sun is shining. It's a beautiful day," people would just be like, "You know what wasn't beautiful is that trash ass take of yours." Yeah. <laughs> so people, the guys don't even <laughs> they don't even tweet, that. and then what they do is they retweet other people's stuff. So it's like acting like they're avoiding the situation as, po- as far as possible. But anyways, so that's where he's at right now. Yep. Patrick Corbin's had a weird career. Yeah, he has. He was, like, pretty meh and then turned into the best pitcher in baseball for two years and then went back to being pretty meh. I'm trying to think of who else is like Patrick Corbin. You know who you know who one guy is that I'm just kind of like what the hell is going on is Herman Marquez. I mean he was he got his contract he looked great last year and actually it's technically well yeah last year he had a pretty good year I mean four point four pitching cores half your games this year he is getting killed. Yeah, I mean, has there ever been a Rockies pitcher that has had sustained success? Um, like there's been one, and we being traded actually him. good. Jimenez. Was that like sustained success? Or was that like half of a season that was uh, impossibly it was, good? It was pretty sustained. In I thought I thought Ubaldo had like 
the best half of a season of pitchers, like like a Degrom level first half last year, in the first half of that one season. Let's see. And then just kind of sucked. Nick, do you ever think about those athletes? I guess we can just say specifically in baseball that they just like disappear. And you're like, whoa, what happened to that guy? Feel like yeah, Jimenez. Like he went to the Orioles, and then he just—that was it. Well, I mean, like he was around for a long ass time. Like his his big breakout, I think, was 2010. Jimenez. Mm hmm. And uh, he pitched until 2017. Yeah, I guess so. And then he was with Cleveland before that. Yeah. The Grom's going to be okay. He'll come back. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see here. Wasn't Jorge De La Rosa? That's a fucking flashback name. Oh, uh, De La Rosa? De La Rosa had such a unique Rolodex of, of pitches. He had all sorts of shit. <laughs> but he was fun to watch, too. Yeah, no, De, De La Rosa was solid. De La Rosa kind of reminded me of Pablo Lopez. Also, um, I want to talk about the Marlins game real quick. Um, I'm just curious, Nick, your thoughts on that game. On the Marlins today. So that is... Yeah, I mean, gross. Right? Disgusting game. Every Everything involving both of these teams is disgusting right now. How the fuck are the Diamondbacks 16 and 14? I'll do you want me to tell you? Yeah. Well, they've gotten a little That'd they've actually magic. gotten <laughs> they've gotten pretty lucky in those games the way they've played. But last night I think was more indicative of like what they can be. Um cuz they do I mean they have a really interesting lineup. And also, Nick, do you remember, uh, what's his first name? Uh, Beer. Seth. So, remember that walk-off walk he had and everyone's like, Beer, and it was crazy? Yeah. He set a record last night for the Diamondbacks, and it's not a good one. He's 0 for 35 over his last 35 at-bats. He's approaching Chris Davis territory. Yeah. So maybe he had one too many. Yeah, not not a good one. No, no, it was it was a good one. It was. It was um, no, it was funny because I'm listening to the Diamondbacks broadcast and <clears throat> I could see them like someone giving them the note. You guys need to say this, and reluctantly they're like, "Unfortunately, uh, Seth Beer uh, approaching Diamondbacks history, but not in a good way. <laughs> oh for thirty-five. Yeah, what what did Chris Davis go like? Oh for fifty-three. That's so hard to do. That, that's, that's incredible. Yeah, you have to have a lot of bad luck. Yeah, Ricky, I, I remember Ricky Weeks. Are we just, are we just listing th throwbacks now? But Nick, no, Ricky Weeks, I think he was at least like drawing walks, though. Oh, is it Weeks like, that had that record? He had, he had a very, pretty bad one. Is it? I didn't know that Weeks ever played for the Diamondbacks. I remember him as a brewer. Oh, maybe he's just saying. Um, I think any he's. Team. 
Oh, he did play with the Diamondbacks for a year. For a year. I mean, maybe it was Ricky Weeks' record. I don't know. I don't know whose record it was. I mean, I know Chris Davis has the longest in MLB history. What happened to Chris Davis, Nick? See, guys like that, what happens to him? Uh, he got he got the bag and stopped caring. I don't blame him. See Chandler Parsons on Twitter the last few days? Uh, no, I haven't. So he he has one of the like biggest contracts for someone who didn't pan out. Like stupid fucking money. Like yeah, he got a max he got, he, contract. He got maxed and got, and like, people maxed are like leg injuries. And I, I think naturally, like you just avoid chirping back at people on Twitter. And he finally started coming back at people and he's like hey he's like i'd, I'd rather be uh, overpaid and not perform than the other way around mm-hmm. i was like hey i guess you're right uh yasiel puig nick what a, what a name he's actually uh he had a really good throw two two days ago in kbo i think <laughs> remember when he was like the next big thing dude he was insane he had one of the best arms in the outfield and he was crushing balls. And then what happened to him? Uh, he just started sucking. Oh, he had COVID. That's what happened. He was bad before that. That was like way before COVID. Oh, I know what happened. Oh, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, see how Puig, Puig was out of the MLB before COVID was a thing. Let's just say Puig and uh, Bauer may have been hanging out together. I'll leave it at that. Oh, yeah, that's true. Cespedes? See, Nick, I'm convinced that these MLB players like are on another planet. They just get abducted. I mean, Cespedes, I think, got hurt. And hey, he was old. He played out of full career. He didn't come over to the majors until he was like 27 or 28, coming mm-hmm. from Cuba. You know what would be a fun game, Nick, is trying to remember the last team a lot of these guys played for. It's It's harder than you think. Like Puig. I mean, I have his uh, fan graphs page uh, up right next to me, so, so it's cheating. But I don't—I actually didn't look. I know he—I mean, he played for the Dodgers, played for the Reds, played for probably some other random ass team. Like the last two, like Braves. Oh, yeah, the Braves. See, that's a funny. Oh wait. Oh, he on. didn't play for the Reds, or did he? No, he did. Okay, he and did. And then the the Indians. Any other games you want to discuss? Cub, I mean, Cubs uh, great Milton Bradley. Yeah. What a guy. Manny Ramirez last team. Mm, that's it. I know he was on some... So, I mean, he started on Cleveland, and then he went to Boston. No, it's not. It's not Boston. It can't be Boston. It's a trick question. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like yeah, it has so to. It has to be an AL team. Yeah, I was probably DHing. People in the chat are saying the Rays. This would be a fun, uh, like, segment to do. It's hard. No, and, yeah, and doing like just doing trivia in general. 
Yeah, especially in baseball, Nick, because, like you said, if you're in the uh, AL DH spot for a lot of these guys. All right, uh, let's talk about some other games. Uh, Rangers and Royals, Battle of the R's. I have no clue on this one. Yeah, I is mean, her, so is it Hearn out there? No, it's uh, Martin Perez for the Rangers. Brad Keller for the Royals. Mm. I model likes the Rangers. It's like a pretty nice spot. We got the Rangers by about a run, and sitting at minus. 135 minus 140. I mean, I'd need to look into it more. I, d- I haven't looked at this game a whole lot just because it's it's two pretty sketchy teams, but Keller is like the one good pitcher that the Royals have. Mm-hmm. Uh, potential underspot as well. Total of eight feels a little high. It does. If you, uh, if you trust Keller and you trust Perez. Yeah, I don't have a lot of thoughts on that one. I didn't dive too deep into it. Yeah, uh, Yankees and Blue Jays. Ooh, I have a take on this one. What's your take? So I I grabbed the Yankees on... Okay, actually, I want to make this point. This is this is important uh, for people who like to bet so early. I'm going to get up for like 10 seconds and refill my okay. coffee while you're talking. For sure. So first fives on FanDuel... I've noticed a, a trend that if if you bet overnight uh, or the night before, I should say, uh, on the favorites money line, they've been moving, and you you get some pretty good value. So, for example, uh, I got the Yankees first five minus one fifty on FanDuel first five, and I think now it's at minus one eighty. So, just something to watch for. Um. But, you know, I like the Yankees in the spot because I think Kikuchi, his last start was against the Yankees, and I actually was on his over uh, for strikeouts. Nick, if you recall, I posted that in the mm-hmm. uh, the Discord. Yeah, it was like uh, four and a half though. plus money, right? Yeah, it was just one of those where you're like, yeah, the plus money sent me over the edge. And I look back at last year, he had over 80% of his starts, Nick had over five uh, or over four strikeouts. So I was just like, hey. It's a numbers game. I'll, I'll play that. But in this spot, Nick, I think there is something to playing a team twice in a row. And the Yankees, I think, will have some success hitting Kikuchi. I'm not saying Kikuchi's going to get blown up and give up five. No. But did he give up zero against the Yankees? Uh, last time out against the Yankees, I kind of think it was a goose egg. Yeah. No, it was one. Six innings, three hits, uh, one it's a solo, solo shot. Right? Solo shot, yeah. Seven hits. judge? Sounds, sounds like something judge would do. Sounds like a judge. <laughs> sounds like something judge would do. But, yeah, I, I just think that... It was uh, uh, it was Joey Gallo. Nice. Um, like, what, I, I love us. Was it zero? Yeah, yeah, it was zero. No, it was one. Was it judge? Yeah, yeah, I think it was judge. No, it was Gallo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. To right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, No, No, that definitely was an oppo shot. Or not not an oppo shot for Gallo. Um, But no, I think uh, the Yankees are in a good spot here. I actually think it's kind of a good sneaky spot for them. I don't know if you want to call it sneaky, but I think people are just going to look at Kikuchi and then even uh, Canadian God, 
uh, was like, oh, Kikuchi owns the Yankees or something. I mean, I don't know if that's like the public feel sentiment, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the, my question is about Severino and what we can expect from him. I mean, he gave up three earned, seven hits against the Royals last start, four earned in six innings against the Orioles before that. So he's, mm-hmm. given, he's given up runs to some, uh, some not-so-great teams. Uh, do you think the Yankees can do something this year? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I had the Yankees as my uh, best uh, World Series future bet on our season preview stream. Mm-hmm. As much as it pains me to say that. And what Cortez did, that wasn't really just the uh, outlier. I mean, he's been pitching pretty damn well. Cortez Cortez has always had nasty stuff. Yeah. But he's really putting it together as a starter this year. Yeah, and I think with with Garrett Cole, um, you know, Montgomery, it's like, hey, if Montgomery's like your fourth guy, that's okay. Yeah. Especially as as a lefty. Pitching the way that yeah, he does. For sure. So I, I think overall, the thing with the Yankees is they just can't have those series where we like we've seen with them where it's like Judge and Stanton just strike out every other time, right? Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, absolutely. I mean Yankees are gonna be in the playoffs, they'll they'll probably be in the probably be in the championship game against or the from the AL side. It's probably gonna be Yankees Astros guys. What what are we doing here? Yankees Astros would be a pretty uh weird World Series. Or do you mean no, ALCS? I'm saying from the AL. Okay. A- ALCS, yeah. Dodgers, Padres. Dodgers, Padres. Astros, Yankees. Yankees. Reds, Orioles. <laughs> um Pick six, this is an interesting question. So uh heard an interesting thing. Don't worry about surprise injuries or COVID, because it should affect you equally on both sides in the long run. So lock in bets early. Mm, are you saying like if I like a team now? Yeah, I mean, so I'm baseball is weird for me. I I am a huge advocate of locking in bets as early as possible in every sport that's not baseball. Um, just because if you're if you're if you're good at it. You're going to get good CLV. And you're going to get good CLV in baseball, locking in picks early. Uh, but just with baseball, the lineups are so important to, as far as what the model says that I, I pretty much refuse to bet until I know the lineups and I have model sims, which just forces me to place bets an hour before the game starts. Uh, yeah, I think uh, there's not a wrong way to do it it just comes down to understanding why you're doing it a certain way and if Mm -hmm. you if you know then then you're fine like for example even in nfl i know a few guys who i mean not even when covid was going on but i mean for years they would actually wait until like the day of to bet the nfl and a lot of times, I, I thought that was a terrible way of going about it. But if you if you have a certain strategy, and you're looking for a certain numbers and and maybe moves, it makes sense. So I, I think the thing is you can't really 
go into it without having your plan of attack. So you can do both, but you just have to know and separate the two versus like trying to apply like the type of thinking for an hour before that you're doing for overnight, if that makes sense. Yeah, and 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 the other thing is there's there's value in in everything. So by betting early, if you're if you're a good better, you're gonna get good CLV by betting early. And if you make all of the same bets early versus at the time of game, you're gonna probably be making more money by betting early over over the long term, just because of the way that the CLV kicks in. Uh, on the flip side, there's information to be gained by waiting. And if you think that the extra money that you're going to make with that extra information is is worth more than the, the profit that you get from having good CLV and just putting in your bets at better numbers, then it's important to wait. And for me, I think with baseball, I'd... I'd I'd rather wait. I think that that information is worth placing bets at slightly worse lines. But just having a better ability of selecting which bets to actually place and not place. Yeah, and I think a, a good example of that, Giants, Rockies last night. Um, it was actually Landon. He reached out to me. He's like, man, it was actually in the morning. He's like, man, I, I kind of like the Rockies. And in my opinion, I was like, I, I actually think there's some value on the Rockies. It was at plus 220. And then Radon comes out as the as a starter, right? <laughs> um, it, 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 it makes it tough. Well, I mean, how can you bet on baseball without knowing who's pitching? Well, because they changed, they changed the starter. Oh, okay. Yeah. Actually, no. Hold on. Was it? I forget what the number was at, but that's just an example, right? Where it's like, you know, that that's a risk you take inherently by locking in something early. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, because... but, and that's, that's an avoidable thing, right? Because you can lock in with baseball, like bets only valid if uh, if these two guys are starting. Yeah, but not all books have that. No, that's true. Not all books have that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, college college football. I'm I'm pretty. I try to be as quick as possible on on some of those. And I think like uh, Nick and I haven't discussed this in detail, but I think um, there might be some opportunities for some streams on opening lines or whatever because that market's gotten more popular, especially how books like Circa are kind of announcing on social media, like, hey, here's our college football openers for week one week two mm -hmm. and people jump on those numbers and you could get some insane clv <laughs> like we're yeah. talking seven eight points it's it's pretty crazy man football's right around the corner i mean we're almost in june and yeah yeah i think yesterday was the uh, halfway point of the college football offseason mm -hmm. so we are now closer to college football kickoff than we are to the uh, national championship game from last season. Wow. That's a good tweet. You should tweet that. I, I just stole that from a Reddit post. Do you still tweet it? I could tweet it. Just give so, me a credit. Source. I saw it on Reddit. Me. It has to be true. <laughs> Reddit. 
I, I saw the Utah State to win the championship. I don't know what I think about that. Is that real? I actually think it's, yeah. It was like 400 to 1 or something. And I think, I don't know. I, NFL preseason is. Ugh. I'll bet it, though. If I, there's a few spots I'll bet. Source me. Source me. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start saying that. And only only people who have been here are gonna understand the joke. Yeah, source calendar. Yeah, Nick, you don't really have to. Well, I guess you should credit them. But. Source, me. Yeah. Dodgers Suns parlay. That sounds very chalky, but I don't know about the Suns. Someone put two K to win eight hundred K. On Utah State. Wow. I hope they're on the CFP selection committee. <laughs> College football is going to be fun. There's a lot of... Well, there'll be some better quarterbacks this year. Mm -hmm. I think the talk about last year was kind of bleh. Last year was, in fact, kind of bleh. Spencer Rattler? <laughs> Bills to win the Super Bowl? Oh man, if you guys haven't tuned in to our uh, NFL streams before, you're gonna have time. Yeah, NFL NFL was kinda before Yeah, before the, the viewership got up to where it is right now. Yeah. We were we were doing NFL streams with like twenty, thirty people. Mm hmm They're a, they're a good time. I can't I can't wait to oh, we're gonna have to redo all those graphics by the way, because we're gonna have to do polls for the NFL. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, it's gonna be pretty crazy. I don't know how that's gonna work, but we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah we'll have to <laughs> figure it out. I can uh, anyways, I call it I can switch to the NFL. Oh the like what it is this gonna work? Yeah, here, boom. Ready? Oh, sweet. Yeah, I'm ready to I'm ready to talk about us. Um, oh, man, this was the... Yeah, I remember the fucking Chargers Raiders. I was so high on the Chargers. Why is this playing the... No, no, no. Sorry, it wasn't supposed to play the sound clip again. It was still unmuted. I'm going to switch back to man. the NLB. I, I remember that game. Yeah. That was that almost tie. Uh huh. That was a crazy fucking game. That was. That was nuts. <laughs> so yeah, so we're gonna drive again, hyping you up for absolutely nothing. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Any other trivia questions? Uh, I'll give you guys one last trivia question. Uh, that's more of a yes or no. Okay, here's a, here's a good trivia question. Since we're on the topic of uh, football, what was the last team Jerry Rice played for? And Nick, if you know it, just give him a few seconds. Okay, I don't think I know. Yeah, this is this is one of those where you're like, what? Oh, Daly got it.
Did you know that, Nick? No. I'm not I'm yeah. not good at like what's the last team that player X played for. I mean, I'm not the best, but it was just really random because he went from the 49ers, of course, to the Raiders. Yeah, I knew he played the, for the Raiders. To the Seahawks, to the Broncos, and then he was cut. And so, then he, so did he actually he play for the Broncos? I like, mean, like he, is it by the wording of the question, is the Seahawks the answer? No. What was the last team that he played for? Yeah, he played for the Broncos. He didn't play in a game. But but then he didn't play. You you if you didn't play, you didn't play. Last team he was signed to was the Broncos. Last team he played, he played in, in preseason. For, that doesn't count. This is my this is a Ben Tatership now. A Ben Tatership. It sounds like a sounds like a brand of French fries. Get you some Ben Taters. <laughs> I'm just looking at. Oh, uh, Jordy Nelson's another good one. That was, that was uh, Raiders, but he just... Yeah, he played uh, for the Raiders because he's from out there. I'm pretty sure. Man, you talk about... I mean, two seasons, Nick, he had insane numbers. And then he didn't have Aaron Rodgers. It's a little different. <laughs> Adam's going to follow in his footsteps here. Here's a trivia question for you, Ben. Uh, where did... Jordy Nelson, go to college. Oh, fuck, I this it's so. It's it's isn't it like a D two in Wisconsin? Uh, no, not even close. Did sick money get it? Yeah, and then follow up question: Who is his college quarterback? I don't know that one either. I, I'd I like not. his name is slipping out of my head. Did he play in the NFL? Yeah. I mean, I guess there's probably multiple answers to that question. No, Josh Johnson is. He's old, but not that old. I'm not sure. Who was it? Yeah, Josh Freeman. Ah, uh, Josh Freeman. It's the one. Okay. I mean, there's. I'm sure there's multiple correct answers to who is the quarterback. <laughs> Did they also have Sproles on that team? Probably. Coulda. That would have been a good little team. Yeah. Out of Manhattan, Kansas. Yeah, little Okay, last, last one. Last one, and we'll leave on this one. How many Super Bowls has Wes Welker won? I think I know the answer to this question, but I'll let chat. Yeah. Is it three? Is it two? Is it one? Is it 54? Is it negative one? <laughs> Someone said it. Yeah, Daily. Daily got it. Daily got it. Yeah. All those years, Nick, with mm-hmm. Peyton Manning and uh, Tom Brady, he, he, <laughs> he left the Patriots to play with the Broncos when the Patriots won it. And then he left the Broncos when the Broncos won it. Because yeah. concussions got up to him. Also didn't win any with Miami at the beginning of his career. Because it's Miami. Who was their quarterback back then? That's a good question. My, my favorite is like to look back at the quarterbacks from like 2005 to like 15. Mm-hmm. Just so many random dudes out there. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Chad, Chad Pennington. Pennington. That's, that's what yeah. I was thinking. Chad Pennington was supposed to be... I mean, he was drafted top 10, right? I mean, and he, like, was good. He was just hurt. He was with the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> Gus Ferrat. Oh, I don't Gus know about... Ferrat. 
I've, I have some autographs from Gus Fraud. They're not worth anything. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I have them. Well, Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. Hey, Jay Cutler, if you looked at his numbers blindly and didn't have any context to him, you would think he was borderline Hall of Fame. I don't know if borderline Hall of Fame is the right the right way to put that, but a very good quarterback. I'm, I'm serious, Nick. Blind comparison to someone else in the Hall of Fame? I mean, you can't, but you have to compare across the same era. You can't just look okay. at Okay, let's pass. look at Eli Manning and Jay Cutler. But that's not really, I mean. I mean, Super Bowls is the difference. I mean, if, if Eli Manning doesn't have Super Bowls, he's not in the Hall of Fame discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if his last name Jay, isn't Manning. Jay Cutler, uh, Mr. Olympia, Hall of Famer. That's the first thing that popped up. Yeah, Jay Cutler, I'm telling you, gun, gun, gunslinger, man. Yeah. All right. I think it's time. We got to go watch this uh, Tigers game. Yeah, I, there's people talking about the nerfy. Did it Did it hit? Is it done yet? What's a, oh, still at the top of the inning. What's a schoolball doing? Uh, sitting on the bench because he hasn't pitched yet. Oh, man. I have so many random things that we could test, Nick, or just look into. Like, I always wonder how pitchers perform if they have to wait like 30 minutes after the start time. Do you have data for that? Like comprehensive I data? Do, I, I don't. That's the problem. But I've always thought that, and I've noticed it, like that in those spots, like where Scooball is going to be. Well, I guess he's not the best example because it's not like they're getting blown up. Oh, yeah, I mean, but I've noticed off the Rockies, the home, the, he's just the away pitcher. Yeah, but I've noticed that with teams where it's like they have to wait, and then it's almost like they're off. But I have no data, so no data. Take that for data. All right, uh, but yeah, it is time to wrap up. Uh, the stream. Thank you all, as always, for being here. Uh, be sure to tune in tomorrow. Tomorrow is going to be fantastic. Uh, we have an awesome, awesome, awesome guest coming on for the first time tomorrow. Uh, if you haven't seen it already on Twitter, uh, if you you can go retweet Ben's tweet of the schedule and be entered to win a uh, free Capwise T-shirt. Uh, yes. We have Ariel Epstein coming on the stream tomorrow. Uh, Ariel works with uh, with Yahoo Sports. She also, as of this season, has a show that, guys? on MLB Network. We have we we have somebody who is got a got a That's spot a medium. on an MLB Network show, hopping on our stream tomorrow. Uh, so go gas that up. Be sure to tune in. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. It's gonna be a good time. Hey, real quick, Nick, can I put the tweet in here? Uh, yeah. Okay, give me one second. Yeah, and actually, Ariel, um, I've been following her for four, maybe five years now, and she kills it with props. So yeah, no, she's she's legitimately like really, really, really good at what she does. You don't you don't get a spot on MLB Network <laughs> by by being a dummy. It's very true. Yeah, MLB Network. I need to uh, 
Can you at what networks or not networks? What platforms can you get that on? Like YouTube TV? I have no clue. I was hoping you knew. Hold on. Do I strike you as the kind of person who knows, like where yes. different yes. cable things are? I, I I don't watch TV. I know, but you still access these things. Okay, I just uh. Yeah, see so YouTube TV. I just put the link in here, guys. So retweet that, and you're entered to win a shirt. And there's only 20 people, so one of them is you me. So that's 20. Yeah. So that, that's what five percent chance. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, speaking good? of shirts, uh, pick six. You need. Can you can you DM me on uh, Discord after the stream? We still owe you a shirt. Mm -hmm. And also, Nick, I think that by Friday, we we can potentially have the shirts ready nice and i think the first batch i mean we'll have to look i think we have like 70 mm -hmm. but i think they'll go pretty quick so we might yeah. have to do maybe maybe saturday we do like a shirt drop during the stream yeah that sounds kind of that fun. sounds cool yeah so and and let me tell you these are comfortable shirts they are They're not just the shirt you wear you wash and you're like uh like, these are ones you'll, uh... <laughs> I gave, remember Rich, who you met in Vegas? Mm -hmm. He's like, dude, I need a shirt, man. Like, I got you, so I gave him. Because he liked how comfortable they were. Because he, he had one from three years ago with our old uh, name on it, so... <laughs> the, old, the old Currency Kings shirt? I, I yeah. want Currency Kings merch. I think I still have one of the shirts. That would be, that would be great. Oh, uh, hold on. It might be, actually. No, it's called a... Uh... Oh no, you're right. It is next level. So comfortable. Yeah, it's it's like actually the most comfortable shirt that I own. If it didn't say capwise on it, I would still wear it. Yeah. Uh, so. But yeah, so Ariel on tomorrow. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, so be sure to be there. Be sure to gas that up. Uh, I want I want a big big turnout. Yes. Yeah, so she'll come back on. So she doesn't think she'll come back. Uh huh. Um, no stream on Thursday, and then on Friday, uh, we'll be on with Crabs. And I think that the idea moving forward is that Crabs is going to be on every Friday. So it'll be nice to not have to stress about who's coming on the show. <laughs> yeah, it's like the the bane of our existence. <laughs> yeah, uh, but we'll have Crabs regularly on Fridays. So that'll be that'll be cool too. Yep. All right, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, hop in there. Be in there. I'm gonna give out a few. Um, probably today. I'm feeling. I'm feeling. I'm feeling good. But I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm nervous about how good I'm feeling. I full full <laughs> disclosure. I'm. I'm 0 and 5 over the last two days on bets that I've placed. You um, felt good. I, I yeah. Oh, I mean. So I was stupid on Sunday. I bet against two pitchers making their debuts without information. Fate of the model. Stupid bets. Yesterday. I made three bets that I was confident in. And the model killed it yesterday. Just every spot that I actually bet on lost. Mm -hmm. uh, but model likes a bunch of stuff today. I'm probably going to have a pretty big slate personally. Feeling uh, optimistic. Feeling nervous about feeling optimistic after a couple losing days. But uh, that's, the way, that's the way this works, right? You win some, you lose some. You just got to win more than you lose. Yeah, baseball's a long season. I mean, we're still we're not even a fourth of the way through. Yep. So, 
So good luck, everyone, with the uh, with the bets, and we'll see you all tomorrow. Yep. Shout out Jerry Rice. Shout out Jerry Rice. Shout out uh, Milton Bradley. All right. Wow. <laughs> that was some, somebody said that in the chat earlier. I know that was a good one. All right. See you guys all right, later.